Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Welcome back, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing very well, Chris. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Today's one of those weird ones. Okay. So, and and it's fun to talk about these because you do see it more and more and more in the horse world. All these crazy different supplements, but... You know, I know you and I have talked about this the last couple of years, some of them. This one today is showing benefits, and and, and it is an interesting one, right? Turmeric? Yes, which it's really funny, um, kind of a peek behind the veil. You and I bounce podcast ideas for each month back and forth. And a couple months ago, you were like, hey, we should do this. And I was like, you know what? We can wait, (laughs) Um, which was funny enough. I had a product in development that includes turmeric. So Mm -hmm, this is, mm -hmm. this is perfect timing to go ahead and talk about it, but it was already on your mind. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you read the message boards or what's out there in blog posts and, and this one has been coming up. And so I'm like, okay, what is it? Even in human nutrition. And I know we talk about that sometimes back and forth. And so I see this and I'm like, okay, what does it do? You know, what are the benefits and, and not just for humans now, now taking it to the horse. Why did you develop this product with it in it? (laughs) Yeah. I think maybe taking a step back, like a quick, like, here's what it is. I think a lot of people have heard about it, but don't actually know. So, uh, turmeric is a flowering plant native in Indian subcontinent, Southeast Asia. It's actually part of the ginger family. So thinking about, you know, different plants and how they are related, When we talk about turmeric in terms of like the supplements that you're seeing, it is the spice, which is ground from the root of that plant. And it's, it's this really pretty golden orange color. It's, it's been used in traditional Indian and Chinese medicine for hundreds, probably thousands of years. And it's really focused on because it's supposed to have antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties, which obviously would be helpful things in the performance horse. Uh, It's also one of those things that I think there are some people who claim it does literally all the things Mm -hmm. like cure cancer, fix everything. The reality is no single compound is a miracle compound, but there was enough research in, there's a little bit in horses, but some in other species that kind of piqued my interest in turmeric. And, and my specific interest actually was related to some research that's been done in mice and rats that shows that it can impact exercise recovery, specifically helping muscles recover after exercise. So that's really where my first interest came, because I'll be honest, because it's one of those things that's been said to do everything sometimes you kind of dismiss those things because it almost feels snake oily. But Mm. I I was interested in developing a study that was looking at exercise recovery. And I just kind of was looking at novel compounds. And this one came up enough times that we decided to include it as part of a study. So that's really where this all started multiple years ago, actually. It's, It's a long process of the innovation process from the original thought to running the study to the field testing to today, where we are now including it in a product. That's what, and, and, you know, being a scientist myself, and, and I know I've done research studies and, and, and looked at, you know, arginine and amino acids, but like you said, it, it, that's what fascinates me about the, the work you do. You're sitting there like, okay, you know, we, we, we want to feed horses better, and we are today, much, much better than we, years gone by, but 
like you said, years ago you had this idea and you're like, okay, but you have to do the research because you can't, you shouldn't just throw it in there in a, in a feed hoping it works. You have to have the scientific backing. So can you take us through the study that you did and, and, and what you found? Absolutely. So this is a study we did in cooperation with um, Cooperative Research Farms. We were a member on their equine team at that time, and it was um, conducted at Colorado State University. The uh, results are still impressed, you know, all that fun stuff. Again, the long process. Mm-hmm. But I was specifically interested in this study was looking at exercise recovery. So they used a group of 18 horses, and they were all on the same base diet, which was actually calm and easy. So fed to meet all of their nutrient requirements, all of the good things that we already know support exercise recovery. Antioxidants, amino acids, all of that stuff. And then we looked at diets with and without turmeric in exercise adaptation. So in these horses, they had been sedentary at day negative 21 of the study. So three weeks before we came started actually implementing the treatment, they began a light exercise program. And then we followed their adaptation over 30 days with or without the turmeric. And we measured lots of things, um, but ultimately the most interesting thing to come out of the study was that we found increases in a couple genes and their particular jobs, MyoD1 and MYF5, are muscle regeneration. So when you exercise, the body, you know, you get a little bit sore, right? You've just started an exercise program. We used to think that was lactic acid accumulation. Um, In reality, what we understand today is that is you're creating microtrauma, little like little tiny tears to your muscle when you implement exercise. And that microtrauma has a really important jog to signal muscle regeneration. And that's how we get stronger, faster, all of those things. So in horses that were supplemented turmeric, for a longer period of time and a greater response where there was increase in these genes that encode muscle regeneration. Meaning that if we provide them all of the great nutrients to build muscle, we've upregulated their capacity to recover and build muscle after exercise. So ultimately that was a really fun project that we did. And, you know, a little bit of science. Um, There was actually a branch chain amino acid treatment in there as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was like, is it, can it be combined? Um, what happens? Didn't actually help at all. So for that reason, we just implemented the turmeric, even though branch chain amino acids are one of those things you hear about a lot in exercise recovery, only a little bit of data in horses. And this one would suggest in this particular set of circumstances, it wasn't helpful. So that is kind of the particular interest I had in turmeric and how we kind of went about developing the basis for that product, which is ultimately included in Essential K Rebuild. But there there are some other things out there with turmeric. You know, there are there's a little bit of research actually where they looked at its impact on gastric ulcers. So mm-hmm. in one particular study, um, this is a very, fairly drastic model, um, but the horses were pre-treated with turmeric for a period of time, and they actually used 10, uh, 20 grams compared to the 10 grams that we found a muscle response for. And those horses underwent an experimental model of feed deprivation designed to create gastric ulcers, which we know is a consistent way to create gastric ulcers. doesn't always represent the type of ulcers that horses actually develop clinically, 
But um, in that particular study, those horses that were pre-treated developed less severe ulcers, suggesting maybe some sort of protective property. More would have to be understood there. And then there's quite a few studies that look at the active ingredient in turmeric, which is curcumin. So when we think about a lot of compounds, there's the compound itself, and then there's usually some thing within that compound that is the active portion. Mm -hmm. So curcumin uh, is actually a polyphenolic compound that the positive impacts of turmeric have been attributed to. A couple different studies in horses with that extract. So taking the turmeric, mm -hmm. pulling out the curcumin. So they're getting really down to the nuts and bolts in those studies that found it may be helpful in alleviating pain associated with osteoarthritis. Uh, there was another interesting study where they had inhaled curcumin. Um, as part of treatment for asthma, for example, when a horse wears a nebulizer and it did decrease inflammatory markers when they actually like washed the fluid out of that. So that was pretty cool as well, suggesting like there is stuff going on here. Again, can it do the millions of things that some people promise? Probably not. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But certainly an interesting compound. And, you know, it, it's always nice when you have a hypothesis that ends up working out yeah, um, in yeah, the case yeah. of, you yeah. know, incorporating it in that muscle recovery type product. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like when you do research, you're, you're, you're continually searching. And when you do find that eureka moment and it, and it does work, you just, you get so excited. You're like, Oh, is this true? And then you go back and follow up. And like you said, there's so many studies. It's not just one study showing the benefits of this. Uh, so it's an interesting compound. Now you're mixing it in a, in a feed. Is that the best way to, for horses to get it is, is eating it, ingesting it? Correct. Yes. I mean, there was that interesting study where they were breathing it. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I think for most applications, actual consumption of the turmeric would be the goal. Um, so in our particular case, we incorporated it in a product that is holistic for supporting exercise recovery. So part of the Essential K family, and it has a couple of other technologies included that are designed to help with exercise recovery, a little bit higher level of essential amino acids, mm -hmm. not the branch chains. Um, so lysine and methionine. Uh, we also included chromium propionate, which that's something we've touched on before, but mm -hmm. maybe we can kind of go back and revisit. Um, but yeah, ultimately horses would consume it. I know there's some supplements on the market as well that are designed to deliver turmeric either by itself or in combination with other stuff. Well, one of the things I reading all this is uh, some people think you need to have black pepper added. Is that true? Mm, Do you need yep. that? Yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. yeah. Nope. Common question and a good question. So often, particularly in horses, because there's, there's limited horse research that occurs compared to that in other studies. So we're often learning from things in other species, but we have to remember the horse is, as an experimental model, is a little bit different. It, it shares some digestive physiology with other things, but it's not exactly the same. So that idea that you need black pepper actually comes from research done on the human side. And, and in fact, turmeric very very low bioavailability in the human, um, but they found when they add black pepper due to, again, a base component, which is uh, pepperine, it dramatically increases the bioavailability in humans. Mm -hmm. Such that, you know, when you look at the human recommendations, they always say it needs to be combined with black pepper to really be effective. But when you look at other species, uh, rats, for example, don't have that same response. Um, and certainly the fact that you have 
multiple different studies where they fed turmeric or curcumin specifically without that black pepper in the horse suggests that the horse does not require black pepper in order to be able to utilize turmeric. And I can say that specifically for the application we're looking at, which is increasing uh, gene expression for muscle regeneration. You don't need black pepper to create that response in the horse. Okay. Okay. Now, one thing, you know, going back to my days, uh, reproduction, pregnancy, lactating mares, sometimes we're, we're cautious what we feed them uh, because obviously we, we don't want to harm the fetus or, or harm the, the growing foal. So is, is this safe for, for that class of horses? Right. Caution you absolutely mm. should have when you're thinking about these things. There has not been any studies that have shown safe use in pregnant or lactating horses. So from that standpoint, it's just something we simply don't know. Is it yeah. good? Is it bad? Uh, you know, you don't roll the dice until you've done the safety studies, which have not been done yet today. Yeah. And I would, I don't know. I, we did research in arginine and amino acid. I wasn't worried about. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, harming a fetus, you know, we're trying to get blood flow down to the uterus and stuff. So yeah, I, I think it would be safe, but you're right. You got to, you know, put that little thing on there. Uh, caution. Uh, growing horses. Again, right. another class of horses that we're very careful what we feed them. Correct. Same thing. So those safe yep. use studies simply have not been done. So again, my, my focus has been fairly specific. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, as the research develops, what other applications we find. But in terms of my recommendations for turmeric, they're around, you know, the mature performance horse, because we've shown efficacy in that particular situation. Um, in terms of safety, you know, there've been some different safety studies, you know, horses have been fed anywhere from tiny amounts up to about 20 grams per day without um, negative impacts. I know there's an EU study on different um, forms of turmeric, and they ultimately, you know, found for the European Union, um, they didn't have any safety concerns there. Okay, okay. Well, okay, so the, the, the new feed, and, and, you know, people around the world are listening to this podcast, so they, they don't, don't have access to tribute feed. So maybe we can talk a little bit about, like, you know, like you said, that supplements, wherever they are in the world, they could probably find this. But you added it, so I guess just really quickly, Essential K Rebuild, how, how would you recommend, um, I have a performance horse, how would you add that to the diet? Yeah, good question. So Essential yeah. K Rebuild is designed to be added to your existing program. So it is a boost. It is not the replacement for a complete diet um, because it's meant to be fed at one pound per day. So it supplies a lot of the good things that are in, you know, our basic tribute feeds, pre and probiotics, antioxidants, all of that fun stuff. But the one pound per day is specific for two reasons. One, it provides 10 grams of turmeric, which was the rate that we found to be effective for you know, helping with muscle recovery. And then it also allows us to deliver the FDA approved level of chromium propionate in a horse, which is four milligrams per day. We'll save that discussion for next week to go into a little bit more depth on that. But ultimately, let's say you have a horse and they're doing a job. This could be, you know, a horse that's just coming back into work, like a lot of the horses, you know, in that study were. It could be an older campaigner, maybe a horse who's in work who's not maintaining their top line. You would keep your same base program, say it's four, five, six, eight, however many pounds of a complete feed. Calm and easy, senior sport, calm ultra whatever, you would just add one pound of the Essential K Rebuild on top of that. And it's going to complement your program. 
That was good. I think, yeah, you said 10 grams. So again, for those, uh, you know, in Europe and, and around mm-hmm. the world, Australia, uh, 10 grams is, is what you're looking for, for the turmeric. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, that's probably the safe dose. So if they're looking in, a, in some sort of supplement, you know, obviously I always follow manufacturers directions. We always say that uh, if, if you don't have access to uh, tribute to Central K rebuild, anything else, any other tips for uh, feeding this? No, I think it's pretty simple. Um, I will say this this is meant to complement an overall health and wellness program for your performance horse. So it, it doesn't replace any veterinary medicine they might need. It doesn't replace that good base diet. This is just really meant to top things off to help them recover in order to be ready for the next performance, whatever that might be. And when I say performance, I think we all know horses do lots of different jobs and all of those are important jobs and performances, whatever you enjoy doing with your horse. Yeah, no, no, it's all great. It's all great. If you want to learn more, you can always go to the website, tributeequinenutrition.com. There's a link on the blog post. So there's an article that uh, accompanies this podcast, but also shop products. You can look and you can look at the new product, Essential K Rebuild. And again, wherever you are in the world, you can go and look and get the feed specs and find something comparable in your area. Also, you can always follow us on social media, uh, Tribute Equine Nutrition, you have Facebook, Instagram. Again, if you have any comments or any topics that, that you want to be covered in the podcast, please reach out. And then finally, if you have any questions related to what you're feeding your horse, you can always click the contact button on the website and that will get you with an equine nutritionist to talk about what you're feeding in your diet. So Fun product. Yeah, I was excited when, when you said this was coming out and I was like, oh, something new. And, and it's always good. And the packaging's beautiful. I just I always love Tribute's packaging. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun, good product. Uh, check it out. Thanks so much, Chris. <laughs>